one of the most popular um, podcasts I put up every year is my Ramadan schedule. So for whatever reason, we're all obsessed with routines and schedules. And so this year you're going to find this one is very unique. It's probably the most unique I've ever done out of the past three years. And inshallah, I hope you enjoy. It is based on a lot of reflection on myself as a person, the way the world is turning, the way the overwhelm seems to creep in on all of us and kind of a new turn that I want to take in this upcoming year in this Ramadan. And I hope that it gives you some insight and some options you can have for yourself as well. I share my schedule in depth and also how I'm allowed or allowing myself to do this and make it a more intentional and incredibly nourishing schedule for myself. And I hope you find your own sense of peace inside as well. Let's go. Just before the podcast starts, I want to let you know that right now we have a full Ramadan schedule, a full program, and you can join it completely for free and trial in the Thrive Muslim app. It is the brand new app we came out with this year. It will be closing in a number of days, and then it will not be accessible in the same way it is now. So if you intend to need motivation, support, and a little bit of love and inspiration this entire Ramadan in a live community of women with tons of qaris and speakers and sheikh and beautiful women talking about women's issues and the things that will nourish us and keep us whole. Definitely check us out inside of the Thrive app. Link is below. This Ramadan, I'm taking a pace I have never taken before. And it's very reflective and in tune with my goals for this year. If you listen to my YouTube video or podcast in the back of my reflections on last year, you'll know that I had worked really hard last year so that I could turn into a new season this year and beyond. And so it has begun. And in this season, I'm enjoying time. I'm savoring experiences. As a highly productive person, it can be hard to slow down and savor moments without feeling guilty or unproductive. So I decided to create this transition to an even more reflective period of my life. I I knew I needed to create new systems, and so I did. Now I'm writing those systems and being just as productive while working less. And it's really nice. And I'm starting to rediscover myself in new ways. I suggest the same for everyone else as it brings a new peace and inner happiness that just can't be bought. So my schedule that I want to talk about is taking elements that I have done years before, like Quran and learning and praying and doing good deeds and modeling what Ramadan is meant to be for my kids and doing them even more intentionally and really savoring them. Most of us don't know how to be still. How to listen to our thoughts, listen to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So I'm diving deeper into just that. For me, that looks like doing less, but doing it even better. Now, how am I able to do that and be, you know, busy yet slow and have this enjoyable schedule? Well, I'm going to let you in on a secret and then kind of run through what my schedule is going to be like. So the first tip or reason I can do this is preparation. I did a lot of shopping and errands before Ramadan started, and that left me with a ton of time to be present and have less responsibility. That push was a little hard, but it was incredibly worth it. The other preparation that I did was a lot of preparing food and freezing and storing food, you know, so that food was not the star of the show, and yet we could eat from scratch. And that left me with so much more time for me and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is most of what I'm doing now as you're watching this video or listening to this podcast. It's the version of right now where I'm still, you know, letting you know what I'm doing and I'm about to do it in Ramadan and you're going to see if you watch my vlogs in there, um, how I'm going to do it a bit differently. 
Now, the other thing, number two, is my approach to the Qur'an has changed. In the past, my focus on the Qur'an was kind of doing as much as I can, you know, for possible reward. And it's not like I'm going to be lazy this year. It's just I've committed to only doing what keeps it meaningful and keeps me earnestly connected to the words that I'm reading. In fact, it's the spirit of the Sunnah where the Sahaba used to memorize maybe 10 ayats of time and, and implement them before attaining more. And I'm kind of approaching it with that um, aspect. And number three, I'm putting much more emphasis on Arabic as a center and chosen to do it in the times of Barakah since I realize it can be more challenging especially when you're fasting so doing the times of Barakah things like after Fajr and stuff it just allows me to do it even better and so I've already hunkered that into my schedule now I'm also trying out a new journaling style or two I've talked to you in the podcast or in my YouTube videos on Quran journaling and you may be even seeing me doing or talking about it on IG or again on the podcast I was also gifted an amazing journal by the well-planned Muslima and you you know, for women like me who want to try to like do it all, it's a really great balance of doing the things that we have to get done, but also doing them within an Islamic momentum. You know, just making sure that the hadith, the remembrances, the Quran, everything's in there. I mean, when, as far as inside of it, I, I find goal setting and making those emotional and personal connections, tracking my progress, continuously just rinse and repeat kind of the goals and learnings while keeping that Islamic focus. And yeah, you know, sometimes your life can feel like quite a circus and you're juggling everything. But when you have these pieces inside and intentional where you can just go in and manage your day, your week, your months, and keep that Islamic energy to push you through, there's nothing like it. In fact, it's designed to help women plan, organize, and kind of prioritize their lives and become the best versions of themselves, which is what we're all about here. So I thought it would be a good thing to try out, and I've been really loving it and enjoying it. And so um, the the Well-Planned Muslim Planner, actually, I put a link below if you guys want to check it out. There is currently, I think, a 10% discount that she's offering if you want to check it out. And it is definitely something that I'm going to be diving into in Ramadan and making the most out of it. Um, I'll share my run-through of a typical day and what it'll look like for me during Ramadan. And you can just kind of watch some of my lives on YouTube and get a better idea of what it looks like. But generally, the routine I'm going to be doing is going to mimic the style of the Prophet, peace be upon him, which is never using a large chunk of time to do anything, which is why I just referenced the Quran journaling, how I'm going to like weave it in and out during my day, and also all these other elements I'll be talking about. Now, the Prophet, peace be upon him, he used to do 10, 20, 30-minute chunks at a time. Family, work, ibadah, family, work, ibadah. He never had like a two-hour chunk, a four-hour chunk, a one You know, like many of us, we wait for those moments when we're going to have it. It never comes, and so we don't do it. Well, guess what? That's not even how the prophet lived. Many of you guys who are in our school and are taking our life balance course, where we teach you how to have a balanced life based on the Quran and Sunnah and based on the prophet, peace be upon his schedule and kind of what makes sense and mindfulness in Islam, you guys have already seen me go through and break down the prophet peace be upon him schedule and talk about how we can use that in elements of our life now so my schedule in ramadan is really kind of a reflection of that as well so if it means like it could work for you i mean take a look so the first thing i'm going to do is i'm going to wake up and pray to rakah and you know that's just because that is a good thing to do as a sunnah i'm going to make dua right there in that blessed time before fajr of course all this is so i can really take advantage of all the blessings of that time and um then i'm going to start to put out sahur and you guys can watch my previous youtube videos where i talk about how i do that how oh, i prep super easy but super fresh and healthy i'll let you go to those videos on youtube and check those out and then i do a little bit of studying the quran before anyone else wakes up um you know and then i kind of serve the sahur and then 
my husband goes off to work or I um, go off to work and I have to do all that and my kids go into school and, and we kind of transition into that. Um, in between all of the working and studying and homeschooling, there will be the spurts of praying and studying in between. These breaks where my kids get to see me enjoy the experience of Ramadan and everything it has to bring. Spending time with my kids is also something I want to do, but I also know by then I'll probably be tired. So there's going to be somewhere, and it might vary from day to day, some type of a midday nap where I may need to rest because of all this. I will encourage my kids to nap as well. And by the way, in all this time during the day, I don't have TVs on or devices. I do homeschool my kids. So if you have to put your kids into school, that wouldn't be an issue for you. But for the women who homeschool, I will say, um, I really emphasize that in Ramadan, you know, where there's much less of that in my house. And so there's always more hands-on experiences. And for that reason, I usually have a lot of activities set up before Ramadan as part of my prep. Um, and so that they can have experiences in that way. And so, yeah, after some type of a nap, I will spend some enjoyable time with my kids. And whether it's like reading or playing or counting or just doing simple, simple things where we can enjoy each other's company for a bit at the part of the day where it's probably the hardest, where you start to get a bit hungry. And then, you know, if I can go back to read Quran again, depending on the day, I will. Then I will just prep my dinner. And for those of you, again, who've seen all my YouTube videos where I do um, food cooking prep or who have downloaded our free resource for, you know, recipes and hacks, you've seen that. I have tons of food from scratch, but I've, you know, obviously made it prior. So I will pull those things out and definitely get those ready for dinner. Um, you know, and again, if I can, I will read the Quran. It depends every day. I'll try to juggle between those two. Sometimes while I'm cooking, I will be um, enjoying a class. I also have, um, you know, Quran journaling classes or Arabic classes or lectures that I will listen to. This time of the day, I would say the second half of the day is usually the more relaxing, enjoyable part of the day because that's the hardest part, I think, in the fasting. In the morning, you still have that energy. Um, at least for me, that's the way it works because I've weaned myself off of food from the beginning. Um, from before, from the fasting of Shaban, or from, you know, just eating later, 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 and all those things that I've talked about in Instagram and stuff that I do. So at this point, um, maybe midish day, from between two and four or two and five, it can get to be a bit rough. So I'll have a much lighter schedule there. We're doing more enjoyable things or light things that are not so much pressure. Um, right before we eat, I do work out with my husband. It's for us, it's the best time. I know people always talk about morning or evening. That works for us. And then we break fast together and we pray. And um, then we go and we sit down and we eat dinner. And after dinner, we clean up and we have this very short time of family time. And then we go and we pray tarawih either at the masjid or at home. It's more like on the weekends at the masjid. We used to go every single night, but we've stopped pressuring ourselves and we stay home and we pray in jama'ah as a family. And then we sometimes go in the masjid on the weekend. And then after we pray tarawih, the kids go to bed or the kids might go to bed before if we're at home. And then I sit down for about 30 to 45 minutes with my husband and we spend time. A lot of you guys know I like uh, Fahad Arkandri's series he always has coming out and I watch the those and then we sleep and we kind of do it all again. So um, I just wanted to give a quick little you know, sprint on how I'm going to do my schedule. And I encourage you to savor this year, this Ramadan and the blessings it has to offer. The world is a difficult place right now. And not everyone has been afforded this beautiful blessing. May we all live to see Ramadan 
and leave it better than we entered it. Don't forget to renew your intention for it. And if you want to join the classes that I'll be taking this year to enjoy the Quran in Arabic, the links are below. And also, like I said, if you want to enjoy the uh, Quran journaling um, or any of the um, the Well-Planned Muslimas planner and the, the discount in there, I'll put that below in the description. And I definitely would love to see you inside and spend some time with you this Ramadan, whether it's um, if you want to journal and follow along with me or you want to join any of the classes. I love you all for the sake of Allah and I will see you in the next one. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.